Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Erin. I am the event planner for Way Up North and also the host of this season's podcast series. Today I am chatting with Joshua DeHaunt, who is a photographer of families and weddings and other things based in Antwerp in Belgium. And that's about all I know so far. So let's chat to Joshua and get an idea about what she's bringing to the show. Welcome to Joshua. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us this evening for you, this morning for me. Um, basically, we just want to give people a bit of an idea about who you are and and what to expect from you at the show. So maybe you can start off by just telling us, you know, introduce yourself and, and tell us what it is that you do. Hey, um, it's very nice to meet you, Erin. Um, <laughs> and thank you so much. Um, I'm Joshua. I'm 37 and I'm a wedding photographer, wedding and portrait photographer in Antwerp, Belgium. Um, I've been shooting for 10 years now and I mainly shoot families, weddings um, and some corporate sessions. Um, I do prefer the family work because it gives me most liberty. Um, And apart from that, I'm traveling a lot. And I like to read and watch movies. And that's about oh, it. You sound like me. I travel a lot and read and watch movies. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are some of your favorite movies? Um, I think in my top 10, there's definitely Magnolia. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was re-looking at it yesterday about time. It's definitely also one of my favorites. Nice. Um, then maybe a little bit atypical, but I love the Michael Mann movies so much. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> atypical, like, for a girl or atypical to the other two? <laughs> I don't know. If you say that you like Miami Vice, people tend to look weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they see the, the Michael Mann version of it. That's fair. Um and how did you get into get into photography in the first place? Um, I kind of rolled in by accident. I wanted to be a writer. Um, so when I came out of school, I went to study philosophy um, to roll into journalism. But I, I never finished uh, because I could not find my way. So I lived together with my best friend at the time, and he was into photography, and that's how I discovered that I really liked it. But I didn't want to give into it because it was his thing. So right. So it took me a year, and then one night I talked to him, like, "Would you mind if if I do photography too?" And then um, that's basically what I've done ever since. So 
And is he still a photographer? Um, he actually traveled around the world and went back to school three years ago. So he's finally Amazing. a photographer. <laughs> Take the long way around, but that can be good when you're a photographer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And are you? do you have any kids or dogs or husbands or wives or anything like that? No, I have a boyfriend, but it's a bit weird to call him boyfriend because we've been together for over 14 years. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have any kids yet. And I love cats, but on, honestly, we travel too much to have one right now. So maybe in the future, right. with a lot of negotiation. <laughs> yes, I feel like I don't have kids either, but... You know how when you have friends who have kids and you kind of com you compare experiences with your pets and they get kind of annoyed because they don't think that pets are anything like kids, which I understand. But I do have two cats and a dog and I do travel a lot. So I feel like I can relate on a daycare cost level because in Canada, daycare is expensive. And when I go away, I have to board my dog and have a cat sitter. So I'm like, I feel you. It's impossible. <laughs> so oh, expensive. So you have someone coming to your house to look after the cats? Yeah, exactly. They're very needy. They need to like cuddle at night. So I don't want to just leave them for long periods. <laughs> Sounds like a really cool job. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's usually like I have some younger cousins who are happy to come stay in the city in my apartment instead of at their parents' house or whatever. So yeah. See if you have any young cousins, you could get a cat. <laughs> they could just stay at your place. It's <laughs> a good idea. And what do you what do you like most about your job? Um, I was thinking about that this week, and one of the things that keeps coming back is that I just I could not do a job where I'm in the same place, in between the same people every day. I love that as a photographer, you get to live things that nobody else experiences. Um, you can be in a house of a troubled family one day to make a story um, and really look into a situation that you had no idea was happening. So it's mm -hmm. very educational. Um, and then the next day you're shooting this fancy, super fancy wedding in a circle that you would never even run into in your normal life. So the contrasts <laughs> and the different places that it brings you and the people that you meet, that's, I, I would not want to do any other job. Just for Yeah. Them. Amazing. That's a good answer. No one's ever said that to me before, but that's, that's really true. I mean, nobody who does this kind of work, I don't think wants like a nine to five job, but usually people speak more to like the structure of the day, but it's a really good point, you know, that you just meet so many different people and people who you wouldn't, you know, just come across in your own world personally makes life very interesting. Yes, That's true. Definitely. And do you shoot like mainly at home in Antwerp or do you do much destination stuff? Um, I shoot in Belgium, but it's very, very small. So I think it's like two hours every way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some sessions in the Netherlands, France, sometimes Italy. Um, but those are small distances for compared to your travels um, sure. <laughs> and then I've done some very nice uh, 
things for people that I know that live a little bit further away, but traveling is so exhausting. So I, I try to not to go too far anymore. I used to get really, really excited if I could travel so far away, but I, I prefer to enjoy traveling more now and just stick to photography a little bit closer to home um, so I don't have to travel two days to get somewhere and back. Yeah, totally. It's I like being other places when it comes to traveling, but I hate getting there. Like I hate the planes. When I come to, to Stockholm, it is the worst trip ever because it's like 10 hours on a plane and then another plane. It's, it's like could not be any further away. And I always love it when I get there, but yeah, I just, I'm over planes and it is so tiring. It is so, so long. Um, and then, so have you been to Sweden before? Um, I, I went on a canoe trip to Arvika um, when I was 15, so I'm really excited to, to go back. I haven't been back since. Now, how did you come to, to be asked to speak at Way Up North? Do you know? Like, do you, do you have some connection or do you have any idea how you ended up on the list of people to ask? Um, I think I, I was part of a competition last year. Um, I think a very nice photographer, uh, Sovin, subscribed me for a contest and I ended up surprisingly within the last three people. So I think it has something to do with that. Nice, nice. And have you ever spoken at a conference before? This is the very first time. Oh, are you excited or nervous or both? Um, I am very scared, but that's a good <laughs> thing too. So that's nice. Yes, I'm definitely. Very excited most, too. most people are nervous, even the people who have done it like a million times. So I think that's pretty normal. And I think it's going to be a, a very nice room this time. You know, it's not the huge theater like usual. Um, cause with the streaming, we just have a small audience in the room. So I feel like it's going to feel very intimate and not scary. Sounds very comforting. <laughs> and can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be chatting about if you know yet without giving it all away, but just, you know, a little bit. Um, it's been interesting ever since I knew I would have the chance to do this. I've been thinking a lot about the way I work and someone told me one day that it's he, this person liked to see something that he could use immediately. Um, and I don't think I'm, I'm a real inspirational speaker. I'm more, um, I have a very practical or rational mind photography wise. So I just want to talk about the rational process I go through because the day that my photography changed was a day that I, that I realized that it's good to shoot from the heart, but you need, intellectual investment you need to ask yourself the right questions to make the right story um so i just i would love to talk about the the way i organize my thoughts and what questions i ask myself to decide what pictures i want to make um hoping that it might help other people to structure their thoughts and way of working awesome yeah i think in the conference or in any conference, you want to have, you know, some of those like very inspirational kind of life speakers and others that are more technical or, or practical, like you said, like immediately usable kind of pointers and skills. So I'm definitely more like you. My talk is more like 
specific to job things. And then there's other people who are just like amazing at like getting you fired up about life. So I think it'll be a good mix. So that's good to know. Nice. What's, what's something else or something about you that, that nobody knows can be anything uh, or that few people know people only, only people who know you well know, like you secretly like to juggle or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you caught me completely off guard with this one. Um, I don't know. It's, um, I think, oh, what I don't know. I think I really, really, I like to be around a lot of people and I am crazy about looking at, watching people, getting to know people, but what most people don't know in these conferences is I will disappear every 40 minutes for about five to 10 minutes and hide somewhere just to get my feet back on the ground and um, just be alone for five, for a few minutes. Um, yes, I can, t- I can totally relate to that. Okay. <laughs> I found it really helpful ever since I did that. It makes it, the conversations between the little breaks are, are better and more meaningful. And I really like it that way. It's a good trick. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I, I actually feel like I do that too, but I've never really consciously thought about it. I always say I'm really antisocial for a party planner. Like I like to, I like to be, like you said, in big groups, but yeah, it can get, it can get a bit much. And so I always find myself like nipping to the green room or upstairs or wherever to get away for a few in the in the middle of it all so I understand so if I ever can't find you I just have to go find you hiding out somewhere (laughs) that's good Uh, cool okay and what do you do with your time when you're not shooting or editing I mean you mentioned you like books and books and and movies anything else that you do um I spend a lot of time with people um we have a very, I have a lot of nice friends, very nice friends. Unfortunately, I'm not very good at the private professional balance. Um, so I really need to work on that. Um, so you think you, you work too much? I work way too much. And I like photography, so I like my work a lot. Um, <laughs> and a lot of my friends are photographers. Actually, most of my friends are photographers. So um, we also spend a lot of time together which is very nice. Yeah. It's interesting trying to have friends when you work in a business that's not very structured, like days of the week wise, like, you know, you know, most, most people have Saturday off or Sunday off. And I feel like in, in my job, I know I just, I'm never going to see most of my friends who work normal times. Does your boyfriend slash long-term life partner, whatever we want to call him work, a similar type of job to you or does he work in like a Monday to Friday type job? He work he works as a consultant. So it's the complete opposite. He has, he has to be in the office um, from nine to five or long. Actually it's not nine to five. It's a lot longer. Um, so that's kind of difficult. So I try to limit my hours in the weekend and he also has a job where he manages problems, which is also very difficult, uh, very different from our job. We are, I think we're more used to um, have a connection with people, uh, talk a lot with people, not as much problems. Um, so 
to get back to your question, it's we see each other in the weekends during the off season, and then in summer, I limited my hours to eight hours for weddings on Saturdays in the summer. So we still have some time on Saturday, and I'm not completely uh, dead on Sunday. So that's nice. Yeah, that is good. I was going to say, like, do you do you have to? Do you feel like you have to? try and really put effort to make sure that you guys can see each other and spend time together? Or at this point, you've probably kind of worked out a system. Um, you would think that after so many years, but I think we, we, I recently discovered that I really have to consciously put more effort in it because it's sometimes you do it really well for some kind of period and then it gets busy and it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness and just, work there's always something to do email to answer invoicing um so it's very easy to just be practical and and work on that to-do list instead of just sitting in the sofa and having a real conversation about something completely different yeah um, i think it's really it's a difficult subject i struggle with yeah it. I think everyone does. That's why I was kind of asking you. I feel like everyone wants to know, everyone who's in photography, I mean, most of our our attendees and watchers are people who are already working as photographers, to, at least to some degree. But just in chatting with people, you know, everybody struggles with like, what will happen when I have a kid? And how does just sort of even kids aside, how to maintain relationships around this job that really can take over. A, because people love it, and B, because there's, like you said, kind of always something to do. Yeah. It's not like ever done. <laughs> I'm not a photographer, but I think my job is similar, so I can relate to that. It's knowing when, knowing when you can feel okay about closing the laptop and just like having an evening. That's a hard thing. And I feel like there's two two sides of this. There's the, the client side where you communicate with the client and you set your boundaries, which I think uh -huh. I learned to do. When it's all, yeah. it also has to do with age, and you get you get a little bit more mature, so you learn to set your boundaries. But then there's still all the other stuff to do, and it's more in your head, like wanting to finish the to do list, which is never done. So it's uh, it's so true. It's a weird thing to have a job where literally it's never done. You know, <laughs> like there's like who doesn't have like update my website like on their to do list like hanging over them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as soon as your website's done, you want to you want to do it again, but then four years goes by and you haven't done it. <laughs> I'm three years in that process now. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I've been like updating a website for a year, but not haven't put it up yet. It's so terrible. But then somebody said to me the other day, they're like, "Who's even looking at your website? Everyone's just looking at your Instagram." And then I felt better. It's like you're right. I don't need to. I don't need to get it done today. <laughs> That's that's a good win. I'm going to think of that. Yeah, do it. Just Instagram a picture instead. <laughs> I had a client, actually, I shortlisted some photographers just last night for a client of mine. And I sent her, I just sort of like default to sending, you know, the, the photographer's name and like a little bit about them kind of as people or their style and why, why I think they'd be a good fit. And then their website, and she just emailed me back within like two seconds of me hitting send and was like, can you please send me Instagram handles? I was like, oh yeah, that's what happens now. I forgot. <laughs> I just went back through and found everyone's Instagram. Do you, do you, you, do you use Instagram much? 
Um, yeah, I, I'm completely, you really surprised me there because I only show children photos on my Instagram and maybe this is why people ask me, like, do you still shoot weddings? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be. It depends on the age of the people that are looking, I think, whether they take the time to actually go through the sections of your website. I mean, if people look at my Instagram, they're probably like, is that girl a wedding planner or an animal hoarder? <laughs> because it's all weddings and animals. <laughs> That's funny. But I, yeah, I think it's good, though, because it kind of you can show a bit of your personality and what you love, too. So, so yeah, are, throw a wedding photo in there. <laughs> are you posting your cats or different animals? Oh, yes. I, well, I have a dog and two cats. So between the three of them, it happens a lot. And anytime, like yesterday, I went by a, a rental company just to pick up some samples and there was a dog there and I took a picture of that and posted it. <laughs> so I get a lot of animal loving clients though. And I think that's why. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to do your first talk at Way Up North. You're a little bit nervous and also excited. And any final thoughts for, I guess, like, how do you... How do you hope that people feel about your talk after you've given it in a perfect world? Oh, whew. in a perfect world. I hope just everyone can take something away from it. Um, I've been looking at a lot of, I did a lot of workshops. And I've been looking at a lot of people. And so at some point, it, it's less exciting than when you first start looking, going to conferences um, uh -huh. because you've heard a lot of it. So I yes. just hope that everyone that listens, if you're a beginner or if you're a seasoned photographer, that everybody can just get something out of it. Um, that would be that would be awesome. Yes. All right. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'll let you get back to your what is it? Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. <laughs> in, yes. In Antwerp. And thank you so much for taking a bit of time to chat with us. Thank you so much for for having me and it's very nice talking to you yes i can't believe that i will see you in like two weeks now is it two weeks it's a little bit less yes oh oh yeah in less than two it'll be two weeks on this past monday oh geez <laughs> happening <laughs> okay i'm gonna stop recording so no pressure now um thank you so much joshua that was perfect Thank you. And I'm, look, I'm, I'm going to check out your Instagram because I want to see your cats and dog. Yes, you will see them. My dog, actually, I have a whole separate Instagram for now because I'm just like too many pictures, <laughs> too many pictures. <laughs> But you'll still see her in my work Instagram for sure. Cool. And, I took a and I just took a picture of my computer talking to you with my cat being annoying right beside my computer. So I'll post that in a minute too. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I hope that you're going to get a cat sometime for you, for yeah, your sake. First a house and a garden, and then we'll see. Yeah, fair. Do you live in an apartment? Yeah, I live in the in the historical city center of Antwerp, so it's not not cats, not a good, suitable cat place. Just a little place, yeah. And have you lived in Antwerp your whole life? Um, I'm from a different city, and I was around a bit while studying, and I ended up studying here uh, I've been away for a few years but I came back again back again because I really like it so much it's um it's a very open-minded 
uh, fun city to be. Everything is walking distance. It's really nice to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I def- I've never been there. I would love to come there. That would be great. welcome. Cool. Okay, Joshua. Well, if you have any questions about anything between now and, and Stockholm, just shoot me an email. Okay. And, uh, and I look forward to meeting you in a couple weeks. Looking very much forward to, and thank you for getting back to me. Oh, yeah. No worries. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.